This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. This episode is about singleness. On today's show, we will be talking with Johnny and Matthew. We discuss how they interact with the opposite sex and how they maintain their singleness. Let's have a chat with them. Welcome to Lovey Dummies Live. Uh, we have guests Johnny and Matthew today. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey. <laughs> Very Thank nice you. to meet you. And by meet you, of course, uh, see you again for the first time in a while. About time you guys actually said something. Jerks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never want to talk to me. Jeez. Awesome. Uh, I don't know. Johnny, have they talked to you? I mean, yeah, I'm still in Japan, so. <laughs> we hang Jeez. We hang out a lot. With <laughs> yeah, you hang out a lot now that I'm not in Japan. Figures. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm their yeah. favorite third wheel. <laughs> yeah. We've been trying so hard to avoid Onichan. <laughs> it's just the time difference can be really difficult, especially on the West Coast. All right, you want to go ahead and get started with our questions, or should we have them oh, wait, introduce wait. themselves a little bit first? Yes. Yeah, does exactly. the audience even know today's topic? Uh, no. Uh, we're gonna start with. Um, your introduction, so please tell us something about yourself. Tell the right, audience. You want to go first? Me? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm Johnny. I'm from California. I'm 25, and I live in Japan until like two weeks from now. <laughs> what do you do in Japan? I teach English in the JET program, much like Mr. Dave. Yep, that's right. All right. Uh, my name is Matthew I'm 28 years old. I lived and worked in Japan for five years doing essentially the same thing that both Dave and Johnny did. Uh, I came back to the States a year ago. Uh, since then I've been working too, or, uh, part time at a college doing essentially the same thing we did in Japan, teaching English, uh, in this case to immigrants and refugees, and also a part time sales job. And in about two weeks I will be, I'm uh, pleased to be sharing that I will be starting a uh, grad school be doing a dual master's in business and Japanese at Indiana University in Bloomington. Nice. Whoa! Whoa. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, they even offered me a very, very nice graduate assistantship, so I was very Jeez. pleased with that. Big time. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. So uh, today's topic is going to be uh, singleness, about your single life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but first we wanted to confirm, like, are you guys very single? Like, <laughs> very single? Very single? Uh, so, call it so question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then, Pearl, I'm very single. <laughs> okay, teacher Johnny confirmed. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm single as well. I've been on a few dates recently, but I'm not, but I'm not dating. Oh, okay. So is that very single or like slightly that's, that's very single? That's quite very... That's slightly. single. That's uh, at this point, especially since I'm moving in a couple weeks, I'd say I'm very single. Oh, oh. okay. But are you more single than me? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the most single? <laughs> I think I'm the most single. Is, is this a competition? <laughs> if it's a competition, then, I'm, then I demand terms so I can win. <laughs> 
So perfect. You guys are perfect for this interview. Yeah. Uh, my first question is actually a random question. So beginning uh, this episode, we thought we would ask our guest a really random question before we start the interview, okay? So the the question is, if you had to pick a new name for yourself, what would it be? <laughs> hmm. Can I go with El Mustachio the Navigator? <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? Sure. <laughs> I'll just throw out Drathanis. Drathanis? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Greek. You need a cool title with that, too. <laughs> uh, Drathanis the... Um, the Wanderer? <laughs> so we already asked if... We made sure that you guys are single. Uh, the next one is... Do you want to get married? Eventually? Yes. Yeah. Eventually. If I can, you know, find a semi-half-decent person. Okay. <laughs> uh, can Standards you... are pretty low, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, do you have any sort of, like, timeline for when you'll be looking for somebody, or is it just sort of uh, fly by the seat of your pants? <laughs> um, I'll run with that first. Um, my attitude on that is the same as it has been for a long time. Um, I'll keep my eyes open, but um, I'm not... I don't necessarily draw my identity from that. I don't need to. I don't need to be in a relationship to be happy. Um, I've been in relation relationships before. It's not uh, necessary per se for me to feel happy, to feel validated, to go about my day feeling as a whole person. Um, so while I do certainly keep my eyes up and just like, oh, you know, if I find somebody that I think is, uh, you know, attractive, carries herself well, seems to have good character. Sure, I'll ask her out. But you know, if I don't see anybody in my immediate vicinity like that. Um, then you know I can I can still go about my day and be happy. Okay, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Matt. I would add to that. There's like stuff I need to do first. Like for example, <laughs> I'm moving from Japan next month, so I shouldn't get married like tomorrow. That'd be a bad idea, you know. <laughs> and like I think I would like to have like a career in motion, and like have some of that stuff figured out first. Mm. All right, sounds good. Okay, so speaking of previous relationships, we're going to dig a little deeper here. Can you Ooh. tell us about some previous relationships you've had and what you learned from them? I think Oni-chan should answer this one first. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so for better or for worse, my, my previous relationship experience isn't that extensive. Um, mm -hmm. Officially, I've only dated one other person, and that was, that was for a month or two, a few years ago. I don't remember too much about it, just because it was, you know, it was, short. I guess, a, a while ago. Um, mm -hmm. I can't say from personal experience some of the, the important uh, important aspects of relationship. Um, I always keep my ears open. Uh, talking to my parents, for example, who um, I'm very fortunate are, uh, have been in, married for 30-plus years. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I can always bounce ideas off of them. I've got uh, friends, one of my best friends. He's engaged right now. It's actually I'm in his house. Um, <laughs> that's a good thing we're good friends because I've, I've stolen his laptop and his living room and kicked out both his fiance and him. So uh, wow. good thing we're on good terms. <laughs> um, and you know, I've got a number of friends of mine who are married or have kid and have kids as well. And you know, if I if I ever have uh, questions and such. Um, 
I was, you know, bounce ideas off of them, like, okay, you know, in preparation for that time, uh, you know, what, uh, how does this aspect play into it? Uh, is it better to be truthful and upfront, or how uh, blunt, I guess, do you need, do you, should you be when it comes to uh, maybe pointing out little things uh, in the day to day? Where where is that balance? Things along those lines. I'm always trying to glean information from others because that's you know I have a ton of experience myself in there. How about Johnny? I haven't been in a defined relationship since high school. Mm -hmm. It's been a while, so I'm very good at being single. <laughs> that's very single. Like we, we picked the right person. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had like a few non-starters since then. Um, like issues like I, I'm moving countries next month, so I'm not going to act on this. Like, that's been, that's happened. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, you know? So, yeah, I've kind of been flying solo. My friend, actually, I, so I, I'm pretty good at third wheeling, too. <laughs> as you guys know. <laughs> I was joking about that with my friend the other day, and she's like, you're not a third wheel, you're a unicycle. I was like, oh. <laughs> that's even lonelier. <laughs> But it's a lot harder. That not everybody can use. <laughs> right, right. Maybe we should uh, we should uh, have an episode like that next time. How to be a unicycle. <laughs> okay, but speaking of that, because like uh, Matt is now in his friend's house, like third wheeling sort of. Uh, does it? Do you feel lonely that way? That you can you know do double dates with your friends? How does it feel like? In this case, I mean, not particularly bad. Um, I've known both the both uh, my friend and his fiance for a very long time. Um, this was, you know, before I even moved to Japan. Um, I'm, you know, very uh, good friends with both of them. Will has been my, my best friend for a very very long time. Um, great guy whom I respect a lot. And while, yeah, it'd, it'd be nice to do a double date with them at some point. Um, my primary relationship has always been with Will. Um, so that's where everything else, every all, all other aspects of a relation that relationship then are kind of defined by that. Um, the fact that I'm close to Will, he and I have a lot of similar interests. We, you know, stay up late talking about life, the universe, and everything, and you know, everything else kind of flows from that. And since that was the core of the relationship before, you know, yes, he, you know, he's he's engaged and they're you know living together now here. Um, that I don't sense any sort of need or. Um, even necessarily that I'm missing out on anything, anything because I can't go on a double date with them, um, just because again that was that was the found the foundation of the relationship was there first. Right. Okay, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling. I think actually, like the reason my friend called me a unicycle was not because <laughs> not because of my loneliness, but because of my independence. Mm -hmm. I think mean, like maybe you guys because I hang out with you guys a lot too, and a lot of my friends will see that me that I just. I do what I want to do. I do my thing. If someone wants to come along with me with that, that's cool. Like if not, I'm still gonna do it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like whatever. And you, like you guys are fun, so I have a good time hanging out with you. It doesn't bother me much. So I'm kind of more like that. Like I, I enjoy hanging out with people. I enjoy doing things that I like. And like I don't need to like go hunt for someone. If someone wants to join me in this like adventures, then it's like all right, let's go. You know. So yeah, actually, my next question would be like, you know, girls would always say that, you know, the reason why they get in a relationship is that they're lonely. But for men, I think most men are more independent than than women, 
especially because women would like to relate more, like they're more relational. So what do you think uh, are the advantages and disadvantages of living a single life? Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom being a you see bald eagle in the background there, Johnny. <laughs> That's exactly the image I had, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, freedom, like anything else? I think that's probably the thing I've come to appreciate that I've thought about recently. At times when I'd be like, oh, man, it'd be fun if I could, like, go on a sweet date right now. But then, like, other times I'd be like, yeah, but I can, like, do whatever I want right now kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, often, you know, like, I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'm just getting out my bike. I'm just going to go ride all day. Like, no one needs to know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what am I going to do tonight? Oh, I'm going to go hang out with my buddies. Like, no one needs to know. Like, no one needs to consult with me. That That's kind of cool. Like, I've been enjoying that. And that, like, this time in my life is a time where, like, I can just make decisions and then act on them. And I don't really have to consult with anybody about those. That's been kind of cool. I've enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'd run with, um, run with that. There is another aspect to it. Um, <laughs> if I'm to go the completely selfish route, uh, there's, there's also the... Uh, freedom in the financial department as well. Uh, dating is expensive, and especially if we're going with the traditional gender roles of man pays for everything, then uh, yes, it, it gets very expensive very quick. And the, the freedom, the responsibility and such, the, the, your, your obligations and uh, how you're forced to conduct yourself day to day changes because you now have, you're not uh, responsible for solely for just yourself. You've lost the right to be selfish. Yeah, our next question is what qualities are you looking for in a, in a future spouse? Johnny? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have the idea of like a good adventure buddy is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny, I was actually thinking about this yesterday because I had to go shopping to buy gifts to give my coworkers as I was leaving, and I hate shopping. I hate it. So I was at like the mall in Kyoto, and I was seeing all these couples, and I I wasn't jealous at all. I was kind of like, man, it sucks to be that guy right now. Like he's got to probably do this every weekend. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting my crap, and I'm getting out of here. Shopping <laughs> just be another adventure. Shopping is just another adventure. Yeah, that's the thing. So I realized this is like a personality issue of mine where like I just wouldn't be attracted to a girl that's like, hey, can you take me shopping again today and tomorrow? Like that's like that's kind of the, the social outing idea. Like if a girl is really into that, I would lose interest super fast. But then a girl is like, oh, you want to go hiking with me? I'd be like, can you marry me? Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, so I'm, I'm much more attracted to, like, those personalities of, like, an adventure buddy type of personality. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Hey, Donnie, you want to go hiking with me? <laughs> <laughs> Playing mind games with me, Matt. <laughs> so I think, I think the big thing... <laughs> fine. Gosh. <laughs> I think the big thing for me is uh, content of character. Content of character, uh, obviously, looks is a factor too. Um, you know, not trying to be shallow, but you know, that's whether by choice or genetics. Um, looks, looks are going to tell me a little bit about you, your lifestyle, your health, and all that jazz. So, and and that's that's definitely something that plays into it. You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, it's important for me. 
And I think most guys, would, if, if they're being honest, that is, that's important for them too. Now, beauty is obviously very subjective. And what I find attractive, you know, physically is going to be different from what Johnny or Dave or Dave or anybody else finds attractive necessarily. But um, so looks are one. But the big thing, obviously, long term, you always got to think long term because looks will draw the eye out first. After that, it's emotional. You've got to you've got to make sure that okay, especially if you're thinking long term, marriage, kids, um, you need to be asked. I you need to be asking yourself these questions, and I do. It's like okay, um, how do I think she would be as a mother? Like, would she be great with kids? I want kids one day. If she, if I don't think she's would be a good mother, if I think she's um, unnecessarily impatient, if she uh, picks on or she makes a mountain out of a molehill, in other words, uh, tends to uh, exaggerates little issues and doesn't keep the small things small, um, that's a problem, and I and I need to recognize that because mm -hmm. there's there's going to be a million little things that go wrong, especially when you're when you're working with kids. We're all teachers. We know that. It, it's it's gonna happen, and if you're gonna you know sweat every little detail, um, if you if you tend to exaggerate the negatives, um, or even necessarily get stressed very easily when little things go awry, then the, those are some serious questions that I need that need to be addressed before I would say that I'm confident moving the relationship forward. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really deep. It's like uh, I guess another follow-up question to that is like. How do you think you would know that, like in terms of Matt's standard, like the character thing, and like how do you find? Yeah, out? how, how do, do you find, find out? out? Because sometimes, like you know, when you meet people, uh, especially if you're interested with them, or if you guys are both interested in each other, usually you tend to show your best self. Like for example, right. being adventurous. It's like. I don't really like being adventurous, but I'm interested in Johnny, so I'm going to pretend that I'm so excited to go hiking, and I'm <laughs> right. going to have Johnny. The dating, the top yeah, of the yeah. face you show before others, and everyone's trying to put their best yeah. before. That, well, that's I mean, the truth. I mean, uh -huh. people do yeah. that. It's like, I, I'm in my most... And, and that's a totally, yeah, that's a totally natural thing to do. Like, not to disparage or put people down or try to accuse everybody of being fake <laughs> yeah. and such. No, it's, it's everybody, like, intentionally trying to put your best foot forward and, and you're like, okay, I like this other person. I want this other person to like me. You know, you're, I'm willing to be a little bit more flexible and such. Well, part of that is under, is knowing that going into it. Like, don't don't get um, – I like to – the, sometimes call myself cold heartless evil jerk face, but don't let the, emo <laughs> the emotions of the moment uh, uh, and your your infatuation with the individual um, let uh, become a, a set of blinders or in any way um, not let or forget the situation that you're in. Um, the uh, couple other things um, from what I've read in, art in other articles and such that I've come across just randomly browsing the internet. Um, one, you can look at how they treat uh, individuals outside your circle. For example, like waiters at the restaurant. Um, mm -hmm. If you see them being unnecessarily impatient or rude, um, see if the, order, the waiter gets the order wrong. How do they? How do they react to the waiter? Are they? Do they tend to be more kind and patient, or are they very snippy and uh, kind of nitpicky, trying to like you know, oh, figures, you know, things along those lines? That should be that should be a warning sign. Because that that is just a small interaction, but but it's a characteristic. Uh, it's a trait of the person kind of sneaking past that front they're putting up in front of you to make themselves look more appealing. That's one. Um, another, you could think of like is how how do they treat their family? Do they in family? Do they talk about them kind of negatively behind their back? Um, do they do they have a good relationship with their family? Um, you know, not to say that. They, 
that there's going to be a lot of factors that play into that, not to say if you have a bad relationship with your parents when your parents were bad, straight up bad people, mm -hmm. um, then it's your fault and that's that's bad against your character. No. Um, you obviously you take those into account, but look for those interactions. Mm -hmm. um, are they unnecessarily gossipy? And again, tr try to find the little things outside of the, the narrow bubble context and the uh, in the, the front that they're putting in front of you, um, as as everybody does when the relationship gets its start. Johnny, do you have anything to add to that? I think from my experiences, it's more often I'll find myself attracted to a girl first, and then I'll ask why. I'll be like, why am I feeling this way? Like, it's because she smiled at me. Like, what is it? I don't know. You know, it's like she likes jokes. I don't know. And I'll like, I'll kind of think about that. I was like, why am I attracted to this girl? And so it's more of like a self-analysis. And then I'm usually thinking like, hmm, so do I want to act on this? And then it's usually like, is the timing right or other things? Like, am I feeling it? I'm usually like, ah, I'm just not feeling it enough. Like, I'll I'll wait it out and see what happens. So I kind of just like think my my feelings will like lead me forward, and then I'll like try to steer it and be like, hold on, where are we going? Like, is this the right idea? Yeah. Sure. And I think this Be is wary a wary of those feelings. They're so <laughs> musical. And they'll betray you. <laughs> I think that's a good um, segue. Cold and heartless. Rational. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way forward. <laughs> right, so this is a good segue into the next question, which is what is the best way to initiate a romantic relationship or how do you send signals to a woman you're interested in? Mm, witty pickup lines. No. <laughs> <laughs> One liners. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I don't know, Matt. What do you do? <laughs> um, more recently, I'll I'll test the interactions first, like feels maybe see how kind of natural it feels to talk to this person. If um if I get the sense that they like me as well, um that that usually is kind of a precursor before before I get them before I like really straight up ask. Um. It's because th these days, particularly in the States, it's um, very easy to just be turned a creep um, or something or you know, a weirdo, something along those lines. So I think there's a little bit more hesitancy on not only my part, but I think on a lot of men's parts. Actually, the, the statistics for dating, I think they're way down, uh, or at least the number of men who are either interested in or even committing to long-term relationships, are uh, it's dropping here in the States. Um, for a, a large variety of reasons that you know won't really get into here, but certainly there an outcropping of that is that um, okay that I I don't want to be seen as a creep or a weirdo. I'll hold off and make sure that I, I'm getting the same like we're on the same wavelength as like okay it seems we're, we're both interested in each other. Um, after that, I just straight up hey, give me your phone number. <laughs> Girl, the back of your head looks ridiculous. <laughs> I understood that reference. Um, Let me have you a little bit more eloquently and smoothly. Okay, than okay. You know, but just being straightforward about it. Like, uh, after a certain point, I don't want to beat around the bush. Like, let's, let's make sure we're on the same wavelength, and you got to ask. If you don't ask, you won't know. So be direct? I think so. And I think that also, and this is very, very important, it shows confidence. Confidence is, is one of the is a very important aspect in a relationship. Yeah, that's a good thing. That tends right? to be my approach. Yeah, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of you know, sometimes sometimes I'm decent at them, but um, I'm not a fan of like these mind reading games. Yeah, and yeah. Drama is like okay, mm -hmm. if you you have something sincerely on your mind, get it out there. Like <clears throat> speak the truth in love because just speaking the truth or just being quote unquote honest isn't necessarily a virtue. You've got to speak the truth in love and how you say it is very important. Mm. 
be speak the truth, be honest about it, and like, hey, I think you're really pretty. Give me your phone number. Let's uh, <laughs> get a drink sometime. Like that. What do you think, John? Yeah, I don't really have like a playbook for this or anything. I mean, <laughs> I guess for me, yeah, like if I'm mine's in my backpack. <laughs> Yeah, like if I'm if I'm interested in a girl and if I'm feeling green lights from my side, like if I'm like, yeah, I think I like her. I want to go hang out with her, get to know her more. Then I'll be like, hey, you want to go hiking or something? <laughs> and just like, yeah, like just just go for it, kind of. But yeah, usually my my hesitation is always more on my side. Like, do I do I want to go through with this? Not like, is she gonna like say yes or no? Kind of like I usually try to figure myself out first. Like, do I actually want to go on a date with this girl? Mm. Like, if I'm like, I don't know, then maybe I should wait and like figure that out first. You know. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, I think my my next question would be, what is your approach to friendships with women as a single man? Mm. Yeah, I think I can get in trouble with this sometimes. I like to. <laughs> I, like I can to play. imagine Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. no, I don't know. I like, yeah, I like, I like to just like have fun and goof around and you know, like have a good time. And I'm afraid that sometimes I, the girls think I'm flirting with them. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I'll be like, shoot, was I flirting? Like, ah, oh, maybe I was. Dang it. And then <laughs> like damage control. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think like friendship is good. And I. Like, when I talk about figuring out my green lights on my side, that's usually where I figure it out, where it's, like, before I would think about, like, asking out a girl, it would take me a little bit of time to, like, do I even enjoy hanging out with her, like, in general? Like, if not really, then it's just, like, no, that's not a green light, you know? But so it's in that, like, kind of, like, group friendship time where it's, like, this girl's fun. Like, I'd be down to do this with just the two of us, you know? Okay. Um. There have been a couple instances where the, there are some uh, female friends of mine who uh, did develop, I think, uh, feelings for me. Um, I'm not sure if this is, you know, quote unquote, correct, um, but my my approach ended up being that uh, every time I sensed that they were kind of giving, sending me vibes or signals that um, they liked me and they were kind of fishing for my uh, my sense, um, I specifically and intentionally do not reciprocate. Just cut it off. <laughs> I, did, I did not Cold tell them straight out. <laughs> I, did, I did not tell them straight out that you know I don't have romantic feelings for you. Um, that's like, walking that balance between you know being honest and being kind is always is always very precarious. You know you you need to do both. Um, so where that line is, I'm not really sure. I can't endorse my approach as somehow the best, but the the ones that I or the the few times where I I've had to do that, um, again, I just <clears throat> I could say maybe they were they were messaging me a lot or uh, kind of fishing for my thoughts, trying to draw me into uh, maybe conversations or or events that normally I I wouldn't necessarily be a big fan of, but I know that they're inviting me to because. I think they're they're looking to spend time with me for romantic reasons. Um, I, I was always very like kind of kind, but would like uh, politely decline, or again like not uh, not give them the the kind of response they were clearly looking for. Um, 
So while, while I kept my message, like answering the questions or um, things along those lines, uh, I, again, very, was very careful about the message and wording so as to not give any uh, question marks about whether or not I'm phishing or I'm sending vibes in return that I like them as well. Last question. This is sort of a future thinking question. We asked uh, previously if you guys want to get married. Um, but right now, in your singleness, how do you see yourselves preparing yourselves uh, for your future marriage? I'm going to grad school so I can get a good job. <laughs> We're supposed to prepare. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's that's part of what you know. I'm I'm focusing, I guess, in this stage a little bit, a little bit more on my career. My time in Japan was a little bit was a lot more adventurous and something a little bit more personal. Um, we talked about the circumstances earlier and such. I never uh, really officially dated anybody in Japan, um, though there were a couple opportunities. That was again a, a lot of it was force of circumstance. It was in a tiny town. Uh, and for the first few years, I couldn't speak Japanese at all. So, it was, and the, the, there's a bit of a bit of an age gap. Either the, the student, or either the, the people who were old enough to be my grandparents or my students. <laughs> so there's no, really no middle ground there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, so as far as like you know what I'm what I'm doing facing forward, a um, little bit career, a little bit career-wise, um, and then the rest is just. Same thing I've always done. I've always been trying to work on myself, cultivate you know, whatever particular aspect I feel like I'm lacking in. Uh, for a while, it was uh, the uh, what do I say? Interpersonal connections, social aptitude. That's what I go with. Social aptitude, um, striking the right balance between again, like uh, speaking speaking the truth in love, um, which I've touched on a couple times. Being being able to speak clearly um, and honestly. But also kindly, because um, mm. there's there's a hundred there's a hundred ways to say one thing, and you the the same words just in with a little bit different inflection can mean and lead to totally different results. Mm -hmm. uh, so always being conscientious of that and working on something or another. Um, you know, for example, I've been studying copywriting recently, so, uh, side uh, think like sales writing, and uh, you know that that's something I can do on the side to to generate income. You know, that's another skill I can cultivate. Uh, personal life, you know, I have a Bible study going on with a Royal. You guys remember Royal? Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I meet with Royal once a week, and he and I have been we've been through a few books. Uh, all you know, career-wise, character-wise. Um, I think I heard it best put through, I guess, someone else. Would the kind of girl that I'm looking for want to date a guy like me? Um, so you need me to. In in a way, almost be the be the person that you're set. Make sure you're the right bait. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, what do you think, John? Mm, about how am I preparing? So I'm not a very good long-term thinker in many ways. I've been working on this lately. So I guess like I'd say for the time being, I'm like learning and growing as a man before trying to figure out how to do that as like a boyfriend or even a husband or anything, you know? So, yeah, I just, I'm just trying to do me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, as I, like, am growing in myself, then as I become more confident in who I am, I'll be able to, like, figure those things out more. Like, you know, the my green light, red light signals in my own heart. 
I think I'll be more discerning on that and like more discerning and like finding the right type of girl for me. The more I know myself, the more confident I am in who I am. Uh, something to add that add to that as well. Uh, on my end, since I I tend to be much more like you know immediately as soon as I if I I see somebody I'm interested in and I'm already thinking like five ten years down the road and like okay how do we, how do we, what will this aspect about the person how will that play out and what how can we overcome that and I see that as an obstacle what should do what should we do there um, don't get caught in the and this this is as much for me as it is for anybody else um, the one or two other people that might be watching this um, don't get caught in analysis paralysis. Uh, in other words, don't get so caught up in thinking about all the things that can go wrong and I should be working on myself and the different circumstances you might be stuck in to, that you neglect to actually take a chance. Wow, Damn. good advice. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being on our show. Yeah, good chatting. Thank you very much for hosting us. Uh, that, was, that was actually just a little bit maybe fun. <laughs> So that was our interview with Johnny and Matthew. Yeah. And now it's time for our real comments. Oof. Yeah, this is going to be real. So first off, I'd like to start by asking you, what do you think about singleness? Uh, well, I think singleness is an important time in everybody's life because everybody's single at some point. Uh, and depending on your outlook and the way that you prepare yourself for a relationship in the future is i mean you do that when you're single so it's important time that you should use wisely and it's not all just about celebrating your singleness or you know celebrating your freedom that is an element to it you know your independence but uh just the way that you carry yourself and i think relate to the opposite opposite sex while you're single those are important things to consider yeah, actually, uh, in an interview, what stood out to me was the the preparation. Johnny mentioned that, uh, you know, it's about knowing yourself. I think mm -hmm. uh, when you're single, it's a good time to know yourself because sometimes we based our we base our standards uh, depending on what culture tells us, what other people expects of us, yeah, um, and things like that. But like you know, deep down in yourself what what's important to you mm -hmm. and like you know it's i think it's impossible to find someone who will you know meet all the criteria because like you know no nobody's perfect like you sure. will come to a point when you just dis discover some flaws like you know in the relationship but i think if you know yourself if you spend your singleness um uh single years to know yourself more, uh, you know, for us Christians to get close to God and discover what God wants for you and in your life, I think um, it's going to be, you know, it's it's all going to fall into place at some point and it's not going to be difficult. Yeah, even Matt talked about it a little bit. I think with the career, that's another part of getting to know yourself, you know, what you're good at, what you want to pursue. Yeah, uh, and speaking of uh, Matt's answer, I think uh, what I really liked about what he said was like uh, the balance. Because sometimes we wanted to prepare everything perfectly, like proper timing, proper, you know, career, proper, like everything 
should be at its best before you start a relationship or like you know perfect uh, potential partner perfect everything perfect life but mm -hmm. the reality is they're not gonna happen all at the same time and we are all a work in progress and i think that's the importance now of um you know having a partner i think it's it's your partner gonna help you assist you achieve those things and i think that's the beauty of it otherwise you know everybody would just better off stay single <laughs> if they can uh, handle everything perfectly by themselves sure before meeting another perfect person Mm -hmm. in a perfect time <laughs> something <laughs> like that so uh he said we should not be afraid to take our chance or like you know i think a lot of our life is actually a life of faith because to be honest no one is guaranteed of good health in the next 10 years um uh, success in the next 10 years whether you're single or not things are going to happen to you so I think, you know, nobody has to be afraid or like, you know, don't be afraid if a certain aspect of your life is not yet perfected or completed, you are going to uh, uh, experience it along the way. And I think, yeah, that's the beauty of it is you have somebody to share it with. Mm -hmm. I guess the one thing I wanted to bring up was Matt talking about quelling a potentially interested woman um with your response like how do you respond if a woman is showing interest but your interest is in remaining single uh and i guess i just wanted to pose the question of is that enough like is is um is crafting your response uh to be neutral or sort of shutting down that uh that interest i guess is that enough or do you need to have the conversation about it to bring it up and say hey i know it seems like you're you're interested and i just want to let you know that i'm remaining single right now and there's intention behind that i mean that's a that's kind of an awkward <laughs> conversation to have i think in a lot of cases but uh is that necessary so before I answer that question, I just want to touch a little topic um, related to it, and that is infatuation. I think we, when we are infatuated with someone, whether you're uh, male or a female, it doesn't matter. Uh, whatever this person does, the person that we had a crush on, for us, it's something big. So they gave us a candy or pass us something. They, we feel like, wow, I'm so special. And it, it, it meant nothing, but we, we thought it was a big thing. So um, I think in this case, um, both uh, male and female, we have to be careful dealing with um, our friendships with the opposite sex and be clear with our actions. With that, uh, I wanted to say we can create a loving Fence. For example, I have a lot of female friends who kept wondering um, whether a guy likes them or not. And it's always coming from the fact that this guy is kind to them. And whenever they send them messages, the guy quickly re replies. And uh, the guy kind of like follows their 
um, flow of conversation. For example, if they say, hey, good morning, uh, can I ask you something? Like that, like that. And then the guy would also follow the same trend. Hi, good morning. How are you today? Like that. Mm-hmm. You've, no matter how polite it sounded uh, in text messages or emails, uh, to women, it's always like, yes, he is following my lead. He is responding to me. I think that's what Matt was trying to say is that uh, he, he doesn't give the response that the girl was expecting. For example, if it's not urgent, he doesn't probably reply immediately. Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't explain why he didn't reply immediately. You know, things like that. For women who are, should I say, smart in this kind of way, like they, they are intelligent in uh, relating to people, they could immediately read that signal as obviously uninterested but uh, if the person already, uh, you know, has this emotional thing going on, no matter what you do, uh, it's going to be misinterpreted. So I think that's when you have to be clear. But uh, I only hope uh, that the guys who are listening to this episode would be a little bit more gentle. Uh, for example, if you are in a relationship with somebody else, always kind of like include your girlfriend or your wife in the conversation like you said oh yeah speaking of that my my girlfriend can probably help you with that and then you know just find a way to exit or if you have other female friends who can answer the same question that this uh, girl is asking for then I think you know there are ways there are ways uh, and that would be a big signal um to the girl that, ah, okay, he doesn't want to deal with me. And it's a big sign. You don't have to be clearly uh, telling them that, hey, I'm not interested in you, so please stop daydreaming about me or, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's not going to be like that. So to close, we have a quote from a website called boundless.org. And I'm just going to read this off to finish. The Bible's teaching on the gift of singleness reminds us that each of us is a valuable member of the family of God, whether we are single or married. Most Christians will marry and have children, but God also has gifted some individuals with a special capacity to remain single for the sake of serving his kingdom with joy and satisfaction in an assortment of different ways. All singles, whether they are single for a reason or for a lifetime, can know they are complete persons in Christ, just as they are, and that being single provides a special time of opportunity for building up the body of Christ as God leads in their lives. Now we throw it to you, our audience. What do you think about singleness? If you have any thoughts, leave us a note at loveydummies.com contact. This is a Creative Commons podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Lovey Dummies. And if you have any similar experiences or some totally unrelated stories, you can share it with us. Our email is lovenotes at loveydummies.com. Or you can fill out the anonymous contact form on our home on the web, loveydummies.com. Dummies.com.